So I'll uh, launch straight into the questions. And could you just give us a bit of idea of what this project is and how you came up with the idea and where it all started from? Yeah, so I am a filmmaker. I've been making films my entire life. From uh, the moment I could pick up my parents' VHS camera, I just haven't put a camera down. And uh, through many sort of film projects and working in the film industry, I ended up working for a few production companies that finally started to ask me, what are your ideas? What would you like to do? And this was a, an idea I had because I, I wanted to make a documentary where one of the main focuses was to capture a real and honest conversation on camera. Uh, and that's really difficult to do, to have an honest conversation with the presence of a camera. And I'd seen a documentary called Chronicle of the Summer, which came out in the early 60s, which was made by a psychologist, non-filmmaker, who, uh, who wanted to go out into Paris and ask everyone he met that question, are you happy? So I saw that documentary. I knew I wanted to travel and go, go around the world. So I thought, let me uh, make a documentary where I traveled around the world, immersed myself in various different cultures, and through it all, ask everyone I met the same question, are you happy? And that simple question has really taken me on the adventure of a lifetime. Well, yeah, please expand. Where, where has it taken you? Yeah, so I started the uh, trip in Los Angeles. I drove straight through the United States, hitting almost every state in the US that I could. And everywhere I stopped, every person I ran across, I asked them that question and I allowed them to guide the journey. Uh, one thing, I, as a filmmaker, we often have a lot of control over the story, but I knew going into this, I wanted the people I interviewed to guide the story. For example, when I was in Utah, uh, I met a man in, like walking in the street and uh, he's like, I asked him if he was happy and he's like, if you want to know if I'm happy... See that girl down at the bus stop there? Ask her. Ask her if I'm happy. And I was like, I was confused. I was like, all right, let me go ask that girl. Why not? So I go over to the girl and I'm like, uh, are you happy? And she's like, yeah, I'm happy. And before she could even continue, before she could even say anything more, the guy standing next to her was like, look, but if you, if you want to find happy people in Utah, go to the sand dunes. And the sand dunes were like an hour and a half away. He's like, that's at least my happy place. So I'm like, okay, I knew I signed up for this. So they're giving me the journey. I, the documentary then went to the sand dunes. I went to the sand dunes. And as soon as I get there, I swear, I just lock eyes with this guy who's leaving. He's putting his ATV onto the back of his truck, ready to go. And I kind of look at him, I wave and he waves back. I walk over. All this is on my YouTube, by the way. Um, and I'm like, hey, I'm making a documentary on happiness. Um, can I ask you one question? Uh, you know, are you happy? And he just goes off. Oh, I'm extremely happy. Ba -da -ba. I was serving other people my entire life. Uh, the happiest people. I've had the ch most challenging times. Just drops of wisdom. And we're talking and he's like, you know what? Uh, first, he asked me to put the camera down. He asked me who I am my entire life. And he's like, all right, um, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to invite you to my home. And I'd like to speak to you more about what it is that makes me happy. Okay, so then the documentary went from the street to the bus stop to the desert. Uh, and now we're about to go into his home. And so he ended up taking me a ride through the sand dunes. We went to his house. And there we talked about life and uh, everything. It was just, just an amazing talk. All of it's on my YouTube. And then he takes me for pizza. He's like, would you like to, I'd like to treat you to pizza. 
if I, the journey felt that it was over then, but after I uploaded that entire video to uh, TikTok, everything, that's when everything changed. Right now we're at seven and a half million views on just that video. So, and this is also part of the documentary. So it really changed my life then and now. Yeah, I, I watched that um, video recently, actually. And it, it's, I think it's after you, you go to the pizza with him, you say goodbye and you sit there in your car and you just pause and you look so like extremely moved by the encounter. And it's such a sort of raw and visceral um, moment. It's really quite emotional, really. What were your thoughts after that? And obviously the title of the video, you mentioned how that changed your life. Um, yeah, what, what did it make you feel after that? Chris, I had just started. I was a few days into this trip and every single person I met, Chris, very nice, very kind, very open and interested in what I was doing. If you put on the TV, if you hear these stories, you, you think the whole world is going to hell. And when I stepped out there, I was, I was just floored by the kindness and openness of the, of the strangers I met. And all of that kind of culminated in that car where I was like, wow, I've been meeting really nice people. And that was just the beginning of my trip. And it just got better and better and better with time. Um, so yeah, that, that was that moment. I was just, I was like, wait, what, what just happened? I was about to, I was about to leave the state and not interview any more people. And I just happened to be walking through the street, uh, you know, thinking, Oh, I'll just give it one more shot. Um, yeah. I suppose that's the beauty of your project. Like you said, you, you let it run its or, you know, flow its own way, uh, which you wouldn't get these sort of moments in other more regimented formats of of producing really would you no not at all in fact as soon as you put a camera in a situation you're automatically trying to tell a compelling story now i i shoot my stuff but i also edit it and in the editing room is where everything kind of comes together and as a creative you're naturally inclined to start to you know form the story in a way that you think will make it go viral you think we'll, we'll keep the eyes on it throughout the entire duration of the video. Um, but every time I notice that I'm trying to bend that truth or trying to put it in that regimented format, uh, I feel like people hear, like, hear that the frequency of truth is off. But whenever I just let it be, just a lot, like whatever, wherever, whatever the adventure was that they sent me on, if I just edit it in that way and put some music that I think is like, uh, you know, fitting for that moment, cut out some dead air, um, but just keep it real. That's people hear that frequency of truth that I'm not trying to lie to them. I'm not trying to manipulate them. And, and that, that's, I think like the secret to going viral is like, if you have a good story and it's true, uh, then, you know, then upload. I think that really, really comes across definitely in, in your videos and your, your filmmaking. But as, as you said, you know, what, I just want to know what the first reaction to like for the majority of people, because I know, you know, shoving a camera in someone's face, you don't always get the greatest reaction. I imagine some people look at you like you're, you're crazy or something. Right. Uh, well, luckily, like I try to ease into it. Uh, and I learned this kind of the hard way. At first I started like, Hey, are you happy? Are you? you know, and I have some of those videos too, but people started to like, you know, they weren't mean, but they, they kind of like backed away. So what I did was I, I would like, this is, my, this is the camera I use throughout the whole trip. I will put it kind of by my waist and 
you know, make it obvious and visible, but not right in their face. And be like, hey, I'm making a documentary. Can I ask you a question for my documentary? And you just kind of ease them into it. Um, and all, within that question, they know documentary, film, camera. They know they're going to be on camera if they say yes. And then if they say yes, I put on the camera. And I'm like, okay, so you're okay being on camera? Good. Another kind of easing, easing them into it. And then I say, okay, so the question is, record, are you happy? Um, so that, you know, that way, the answers that you see there are from people that, you know, they want to talk or they're okay with speaking, but yeah, okay. There are some where I'm just like, are you happy? And those are really good ones too. Really good ones. And what are some of the best reactions that you've had so far? Yeah. So when I was doing in the beginning, when I was just like running up to people, um, I talked to this one guy who was in a Statue of Liberty outfit selling Liberty Mutual uh, bank accounts and specials outside of Liberty Mutual. And I just walk up to him. Hey, one question. Are you happy? He says, yes, I'm alive. Uh, being alive makes me happy. And I asked him to expand. He said, well, look, I'm, I'm not in a psych ward. I'm not locked up. I have my family, my kids. I'm happy. And that was just a random person off the street, no, no coaxing into it. And he, he kind of culminated what like the happiest people, like what the reactions of the happiest people in the world were, which is like family, uh, health, security. Um, so yeah, that, that was really interesting. I spoke to a veteran who said that he wasn't happy uh, because him and his brethren gave their lives for the security and um, uh, security of the nation. And he's like, right now, we're, you know, we're at a divide. We fought for everybody to be together, but now, you know, now the country is divided. And if we could find a way to come together, that would make him happy. Um, yeah, those are some those are some striking responses I've had. And more on the yeah on the topic of maybe more negative responses. So I imagine when you know the situation, if someone comes up and asks me with the camera, "Are you happy?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm happy." But then. Do you find that that is the overwhelming response or do you get a lot of people who actually say, no, you know what, I'm not happy and then go on to give the reasons? Uh, yeah, just as, just as many people that are excited to talk about why they're happy, there are a lot of people that are excited to talk about why they're not happy and what's wrong with them or the world. So um, yeah, there were a lot of responses of people that said that they weren't happy. Spoke to somebody who who's talked about you know, I, I was in Colorado, uh, and at that time, uh, marijuana legalization was mainly in Colorado only in the United States. So I was like, I have to talk to some people at, at a dispensary, uh, somebody related to the marijuana industry. And I don't want to get a lot, of a lot of happy people around there. Yeah, as, <laughs> as you would you would think. But when I when I go there, this guy is like, I, I want to be on camera. I was like, okay. And uh, so I talked to him, and he's like, No, I'm not happy. And we're living in a world where happiness is impossible. Look at the look at the fish die-offs. Look at the uh, environmental uh, collapse. All this thing, and, and that was actually one of my first uploads. Um, yeah, that was a very fascinating answer as well. So, what is the obviously you, you started this uh, project with a mission? Like, what is the long-term mission of this? Is it just to to sort of start a conversation around happiness and get everyone involved in that? Yeah. So. The main goal, and at least what I'm trying to do on my YouTube channel, is I'm trying to find the happiest person in the world. Now, I don't know if this person exists, 
If you know him or her, please let me know. Um, but the journey of getting there is interviewing everybody I meet and asking, it, asking them that one question, are you happy? And hopefully that question will bring me closer to this, to this person um, that, that, that is the happiest person in the world. And maybe we could all learn from them one day. Wherever this person is, uh, I want to find them and I want to learn from them. We, we had a talk by a, um, a chap called David Pierce, who actually talks about how some people are biologically um, sort of predispositioned to be happier than others. Mm. Um, so I don't know, maybe he's, he's someone you might be able to talk to. We might be able to link you up. But, um, oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, definitely, definitely look at some, some of the talks. Um, personally, uh, the, one of the happiest people I've ever met is a, is a chap called Anders Sandberg, who mm. is a neuroscientist from Oxford. Um, but yeah, if, if, if I can try and link you up if, uh, if yes, you want to chat please. to him, but <laughs> he's very interesting as well. He's got a, a huge amount to say. I would love that. And so what's next with this journey? Like you said, you've traveled through the, the States. Uh, are you going on to different parts of the world? Uh, yeah. So, um, the pandemic has made it a little bit difficult to travel. I'm a little nervous about traveling outside of the United States for fear of getting, uh, stuck in a country. Um, but what's next is c- just continuing to grow the online following by uploading compelling content. I, I go out there every day and interview people here in the US. Um, I actually, you know, g- given the nature of this uh, conference you have here, um, <clears throat> I did go to a positive psychology conference um, when I first started this documentary. Uh, because I was like, okay, if I'm setting off on a search to find the happiest person in the world, I want to talk to the pros. I want to talk to the experts. And I asked, I asked them, are you happy? Are you happy? Um, you know, these experts are like, oh, am I, am I happy? Yes. And, uh, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, the author, Mihail Csikszentmihalyi, he's the one that coined the term flow and wrote the book on flow, like the book on flow. Um, he was giving a talk and of course I asked him. Raise my hand. Dr. Csikszentmihalyi, are you happy? And he's like, yes, I'm happy to be alive. Um, and he, you know, he had some, he, he was living in Europe through World War II. So he's like, given that experience, I'm happy to be alive. <clears throat> what was most amazing was when I put, when he stopped answering the question, all these people started coming up to me. That was an amazing question. That was a great question. Uh, I thought I was the expert. All, all these people coming up to me. Um, and so, yeah, for those like interested in positive psychology, I made a whole episode of that on my YouTube. I, I mean, I think it's such an important question. Yeah. Um, but why, why did you start asking that? And what, what relevance do you think that question, are you happy, has in the world that we live in today? Yes. Yeah, so <clears throat> the timing. Uh, so in terms of the relevance that question has to what's going on today, I think that's purely coincidental. I think the timing is, uh, I mean, it's, it's lucky that we're, t- we're making a happiness documentary during unhappy times, but let's face it. Nobody's ever been completely okay. This concept of, are you happy is truly evergreen. No matter what, everybody goes through difficult times in their life. And at a larger scale, the world uh, is never 100% perfect. So this idea of asking everybody that simple three-word question, it kind of serves as a window to the soul at that very moment. You could go through hours of therapy, 
to get you know deep in there. But this one question, especially coming from a stranger, serves as a window to the soul of, of who that person is in that moment. And if you take that question and you go around the world with it and ask as many people as possible, then you kind of look into the soul of that country. And at scale, you look into the soul of the world. And is there, is there running themes of, uh, say, the, the happier people you meet? Is there running themes of what they hold important? Like you said, family, health, um, anything else that came up that maybe you were surprised about? Luckily, yes. Because when I was setting off on the trip to ask people that question, I was like, this is the, the, the bar graph is going to be all over the place. I'm not going to have any consistency. But consistency was a huge part of this experience. One of the most common, the, the, the common thread between the happiest people in the world was accepting suffering, accepting suffering as a part of life and not allowing it to bring your entire life quality down. A lot of people, when I upload, they'll comment, oh, um, I wish I was as happy as that guy. Or what do I have to do to be as happy as that guy? Uh, oh, my life stinks. I can never be like that woman. Look, the happiest people I met had very, very difficult lives. But somehow, through strength, grit, through persistence, they carried on, recognized that suffering was a part of life and carried on. And the smile on their faces is wrinkled, but it's, it's beautiful. So I know you say, um, obviously, you're not a positive psychology expert or, or um, have any experience sort of studying it at an academic level. But I think what you're doing you know, it does give you a certain level of sort of credence in, in, in this. But what advice would you give to, to people having, take your experience of asking people, what advice would you give people to maybe be a little bit happier in their lives? Yeah, so this is like <clears throat> purely from the hundreds of interviews I've done. And also I go live with my audience an hour a day, every day. Uh, and so I get fielded these questions. How can I be happy? This is what I've learned, okay? <clears throat> um, it's so easy to get down about everything that's happening in your state, in your country, in the world. It's so easy because it's so readily available. So many headlines, feel bad, feel bad, feel bad. But put the camera, put the phone down. Um, the world is too heavy for your shoulders to bear. I can't bear it. So as soon as you start saying, man, God, you know, this politician just pisses me off. And your kids are in the room, dude, you, you, are, you are on the wrong track. Look, the, the truly important things in life is, is mom okay? Are the test results back? Who's picking up the kids from school? Is the laundry done? What's for dinner tonight? Are you going shopping or am I? These are the things that truly matter and the things you could actually affect and the things that you should be emotionally connected to. Uh, because when those things are bad, yes, you should be down. And when those things are good, you shouldn't be down about what is happening somewhere else. So first tip, put the phone down um, and enjoy the little things. Just the, just the fact that you are able to wake up in the morning and have your feet hit the ground of a house and you're safe. You are officially in the top one percentile of the happiest people to ever live. 
to ever live. So yeah. No, I think I think like amazingly put. That's uh, probably one of the best answers I've I've, I've had to that question. Um, <laughs> and and so um, uh, as you say, I think a lot of the source of discomfort at the moment has come from you know really negative stories in the media. You see it every day. It's just negative story after negative story. Do the media have? Do you think there's a better role for the media to play where they can start to introduce more positive, um, even like one positive piece of news or something like that? It, do, do you think there, there could be a responsibility of the media to to help not just promote sort of negativity the whole time? Yeah, I mean, look, Chris, I, I feel like we have to like uh, put the media in two different categories. You have like media with a capital M. And that's like your mainstream, what, what our parents watch, what we watched growing up, the t- basically what's on the TV. Then we have the media, which is now, you know, closely like almost beating that traditional media. And it's like you, Chris, and, and Jack, and me, and all these people all around the world that are uploading their own posit- their own truth online. Um, and I, I think that uh, they don't have an incentive to put out positive um, positive material, like a CNN, a FOP, whatever it is, they don't have the incentive because, you know, in journalism, I also studied journalism. The, I'm sure you've heard the expression, if it bleeds, it leads. Um, people inherently uh, are attracted to conflict. They don't like it, but they're attracted to it. And what, you know, they, they, they're incentivized to only put divisive, conflicting information out there only that so when you watch it to see what's going on in your community what's going on in your world you feel that the whole world is going to hell because that's all they put out there and look that's fine i'm not no despair i'm not like oh that darn fake news me look they got they got their own thing i got my own thing what i tell my audience is like there's so much manipulation uh happening between these four walls that it's like don't emotionally connect to any of it the good, the bad, because as soon as you are in these four walls, you're automatically trying to compel the audience. So it's like you're better off not believing or not emotionally connecting to any of it. Good, bad, just don't emotionally connect. Well, I think that's why, you know, I'm so glad to see stuff like the stuff that you're producing. Yes. I, think, exactly. I think the world needs it, especially at the moment um, yes. when there is so many things happening that, you know, we wouldn't want. Um, it's not even so, about it's not even about the positivity of it it's about the truth it's like they want so like people are yearning for that truth frequency we were talking about earlier they, they want it in any way possible and it's like this uh are you happy project is an example of that you are an example of that like just you're like i just want the just want the real stuff you know that's what people really like and do you think that's where the power of social media comes in and comes into its own? Because obviously, before social media, platforms such as ourselves, such as yourself, might not have got that sort of um, that traction to be able to, to blow it into something bigger. Absolutely. 100%. It's like, you know, a government, our government was supposed to be for the people, by the people. And social media kind of took that place when the government didn't. It's like for the people, by the people. Um, and, you know, that's slowly changing again uh, with, you know, corporate interests and all that stuff. But the people always find their way for truth. Always, always. 
how has asking the question, are you happy? How has that changed you? That's a, that's a great question. I feel like I'm still on the journey. Um, I've just become more appreciative of what I have. Uh, I didn't realize how lucky I was. I always knew I was very, um, I always knew what I had was rare. You know, I have a great family. Luckily, I'm healthy. Um, just like waking up in the morning and being able to do what I love, that is very, very rare. Um, so just being, just being much more grateful for everything I have. And finally, just one last question that we ask everyone, but I'm sure you've been asked this um, many times. Are you happy? Mm. Uh, I, I do get that question a lot. Um, I try to answer in the present moment. I am happy, very happy. I'm happy to be speaking with you, happy to have this platform, happy to have this opportunity, um, happy to speak about my experience, um, happy to be in a safe home, in a safe neighborhood, everything's okay. Uh, got a garden outside and go har- harvest some fruit. Uh, it's, all, I, I, it's all good, man. It's all good, you know. Brilliant. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And uh, where can people find out and follow your work and keep up to date with what you're doing? So we'll get there, but don't think you're getting away scot-free either, Chris. Chris, <laughs> I, I, I travel around the world and ask everyone I meet one question. <laughs> so are you happy? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad someone's asked me a question. Finally, I've been waiting for it the whole time. <laughs> I, I am definitely happy. I am. Uh, yeah, I think, I think with the the current situation at the moment, with you know, uh, every everywhere going into lockdown, it's it's been almost a global reset of people's values, and I think that's you know definitely been the case for me. Uh, I, I was living uh, not by myself, but with you know um, a fair number of people in Oxford in the house and. I was always toing and froing between places and for lockdown, I came back home and uh, lived with my family again, which I hadn't for a while. And it's, it was just really nice. You sort of reconnect, you make these connections that you hadn't, you know, really kept up for a while. Um, and yeah, it was, it, it's been fantastic, really, in a sense. Obviously, it's been very hard. Um, but yeah, at the moment, I've, I've got a job. Uh, I'm, you know, my family are all happy and healthy. And I'm enjoying what I do. And, you know, I can't ask for much more in life. So, yeah, I'm definitely happy. Amazing. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, if you want to watch, if you want to follow my journey, find out more about me and who I am and where I'm going, check out my YouTube, uh, youtube.com backslash are you happy? If you want to get a sense of who the people I interview actually are, just the raw interview with that person, that's on my Instagram. It's at are you happy? Three Ps. Um, and then TikTok is where we have our largest audience. If you're on TikTok, just look up Are You Happy and you'll see us there. Okay. Have you got a personal you've got a personal website? Oh um, yes. The personal website um is my name, um advetrepka.com, but it's also linked in um it's linked in my bios. So you can go there and see my other projects. Um because I you know I, other films and ads I've directed. Well, thank you so much Adther, for for joining us today. It's it's just an incredible um, project that you're doing, and I'm going to definitely keep up to date with it. So, thank you so much for joining, and good luck to, with everything in the future. Chris, Jack, thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Have a good day. All right.